The following is brought to you by the Cyber Time Bike Network. Caca, mother- Holy crap! Because Dave's a crow! It's true though! Oh, heck yeah! You are now entering the Serpent's Pit with Serpent's Breakdown. Here's Serpent's Breakdown and your host, Stephen Clark. Hey there, everybody. Um, well, this isn't actually my podcast. Um, this is a this is a podcast um, part of the Cyber Timebite Network, which is um, which I, I if you haven't heard the intro because I'm making an intro for this by the way I haven't made you by the time that you hear this you're probably gonna hear it and hopefully you guys like it, but um, this is a new podcast part of the Cyber Timebite Network. We already got the cosplay machine by Jake Stryer, but now we have um, a more a more uh a more awesome podcast too that adds to this network. Um this as you probably heard in the intro, um this is this is uh this is the um uh the Serpent Breakdown podcast where we literally call it literally call it in the Serpent Pit with Serpents Breakdown and basically what we're gonna do every week is that we're gonna catch up with this bean every single week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see and see how serpents doing. We're gonna talk about subjects. We're gonna talk about conventions. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about anything. We're, this can go anywhere. And I mean, like, we talk about conventions. We can talk about the eighties. We can talk about eighties music. We can talk about uh, anything, anything nerd related. We're just gonna take that subject and we're just gonna run with it. And anything that pops into our heads. <laughs> anything that pops into our heads, but. This is Serpent's Breakdowns podcast, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start off by just Serpent introducing herself. Yeah, yeah herself. Her, they, it, <laughs> and uh, and we're uh, just introduce yourself. Tell people about who you are and all that. Let the people know. All right. Well, I'm Serpent's Breakdown. That's well, that's my general general um screen name on most stuff. Either that or Greensor, but that's just my DVR because I can't change that. <laughs> um and I usually go by like Rhiannon or Brian if you're lazy <laughs> or various other nicknames. And um I forgot. Um I cosplay and stuff like that. Yeah, basically me. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I mean, like it's um, it's pretty. It's like it's pretty. Like it's pretty cool. I mean, like um, I met for for my personal interest. Um, uh, for not my personal interest, but my for my personal story, I met this. I met I met Serpents Breakdown a few years ago at AMA Midwest 2016 for the very first time, and this being this being. Uh, sorry, I call you a bean because it's just, it's just funny. But, um, but no, I met, but when I met, when I met this person, like all those years ago, um, like, like, like she was Terezi and yeah. I loved it. And I was like, I love it. Can I like take a photo of you? And I did that. <laughs> and, um, after that, we haven't talked like, after that situation, we didn't talk for a long time, and then we and then she came on the podcast, and then she and then we had a great podcast episode, which led me into meeting, which led me into meeting uh, another another guest that's been on Cyber Time by uh, Tiff, and then that led into meeting nineteen two plus nine eight that was also on the podcast, and then that's what started that whole thing, and now we all know each other, and now we're like, well, at least for me and the others, we're 
we're like now we're all we're all pretty good friends. Um, and this one I don't really talk to you that much, and I feel bad. And this podcast, right. <laughs> this podcast will hopefully bloom that a little better. <laughs> so, and uh, so the first subject we're going to talk about today on episode one of of the Serpent Breakdown podcast is that we're going to talk. We're going to we're going to just going to start off with we're like where when like would like uh where was uh what uh what's what was your birth year and where uh and like what what's your birth year and where did and were you born in illinois well i was um born in 2001 you're the snake love snakes (laughs) and um can't tell yeah I, i i was um born in um illinois yeah <laughs> so you lived your whole life you like you weren't like you didn't live anywhere else and then come here you lived your whole life yep um the how is how is growing up then like after like how like like obviously after passing the baby stages and you're like an actual like little kid at this point how was that how was that point of your life like pretty great the most significant things I remember are those really old Apple computers and, well, VHS. We have a VHS player, we still use it, and we still have VHS tapes. I love the VHS. VHS is amazing. I was born in 93, and they were, they were, they were hot back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the most significant thing I, rem- I remember, I think, is um, the... Um, Wow, I just blanked. <laughs> Mid sentence, there, there it goes. Bye bye. Hashtag blinked out. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, the, the, the helped you summarize back on that idea. I mean, like, I mean, like you were taught. I mean, VHS tapes. I mean, like, you're you're not a '90s kid technically. You're a '2000s kid. So I mean, like, I'm a '90s kid at heart. At heart, you are. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um. But like how how did it feel for you to like, you know, the to um to grow up in the two thousands opposed to like me who grew up in like the mid nineties? Well um hmm. Because you know the two thousands were like a a whole different ball game compared to growing up in like in the early ninety in the mid nineties, you know. Well, there were lots of phones. I remember my parents going through lots of phones. At one point, we had one of those one. one I believe my mom had one of those ones where the screen slid over the keyboard. And at one point, I think they also had flip phones before they went into Apple phones. That's one thing I definitely remember. <laughs> yeah, they 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 had a they had like a lot of like um phones like a lot of phones and stuff. Yeah, because they would go through them as they, like, not, like, as they came out, because my dad's a little cheap, but, like, they would go through some, a bunch of the different stages <laughs> of phone. Did, uh, was it during this time of your life, um, in your childhood there, that you got your first phone, or did your first phone not come No, to- I got my first phone in junior high. It was a flip phone. <laughs> flip phone. I didn't get, it, I didn't get my, uh, first phone until I personally myself until i was in high school (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah fun fact i didn't get an actual phone that wasn't a flip phone until like my junior year (laughs) i can't say the same unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) so so your child so is there something from your childhood era era there that you really miss that that you don't have now that you wish you had well when i was younger and we still go to them, not as many, but my dad is part of this group known as Mensa, and it's basically this group of smart people, and they play games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we would always go to these things like Minicon and what and whatnot that I really enjoyed going to. We still go to Halloween, but Minicon was like a, and Halloween had like a really big impact on my childhood because one of the most distinct things I remember is that I would always have the greatest time there playing board games like Munchkin and Flux. And also this one game, Illuminati, that I love. <laughs> and, um, like, 
it's it's just one of my they're one of some of my most distinct memories because I always had such a great time there, and we don't really go to Minicon anymore because my dad doesn't like the speakers that they keep bringing in. Like, like I want to go there for the games and the people, even though you don't like the people either, apparently. <laughs> well, you know, when you when you eventually get your license, when you start driving, you can go there whenever you want. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like I'm pretty not like well known at them, but I'm known to all my dad's friends as Bradley's kid. <laughs> but I mean, like, well, I mean, like the thing, the thing is, though, is that I mean, at least you're known at your own little local thing right there. I mean, it's not exactly the most local. Like, we go up to, like, into Minneapolis for Minicon. Obviously, it's named Minicon. And um, Halloween is about a half hour at most drive as well. It's not the most local, but it's pretty local, I guess. Since we also go to the monthly meetings as well, which my dad also is now reluctant reluctant to go to. (laughs) So, um... So since so since that affected so since I was like a big part of your childhood, um, and that was the most biggest one that you uh missed the most. Um, after, well, I guess when you hit junior high, you're out of uh out of uh your childhood. But um, then after your child after like your childhood technically ended and you hit junior high. Um, is that, is that where the cons are coming into your life and you, and, and yeah, ju- at, towards the end of junior high, like eighth grade, although I think it was more, actually it was more like freshman year of high school, really where I went freshman or sophomore years where I went to my first con, I think. And it was a last minute, one day, Saturday thing. <laughs> and I last minute go, went through, went through on a last minute Terezi cosplay. Although I, I had known about the con beforehand, I think, and I'd been trying to like, like make a cosplay for. Because at the time, I had already made the horns. I think, yeah, I already had the horns, but that was about it. Before I ended up getting thrown at the convention, basically. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, when we went to that con, it was just like I knew about it in advance, and it was just like just Saturday, and I didn't realize that the con had come yet because. I don't didn't really keep track of dates, and my dad's just like, "All right, we're going to that convention." I'm just like, "Oh shit, fuck what?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, um, I think no, I remember talking about on my podcast, Cyber Time Bite, of the about the you going to the first convention of you because you, you know because I remember you were talking about how your dad was at the convention, signed up for the Mensa thing at the convention, yeah. And you were the Terezi, and then my boy called you over. <laughs> I remember that. Actually, that that one actually might have been like my meeting. You might have been at my um second con actually, because I remember that I might have act that I think I actually had um an actual Terezi shirt that time. Because my first con, I just hung out with these um homestucks that I met there the entire time. And um, when I was with you, I was I definitely remember being alone. Yeah, when yeah. when you when you met me at that at the convention. Yeah, might have been my second con then. Yeah, that I because I'm pretty sure that was Anime Midwest. My first con was one day at Asin. Yeah. Did um. Uh, what should we call it? Um, so so uh, oh, we got to talk about your music influences. We're not going to talk. We're not. We're not that's not say subject about the music part, but um. But did your in- music influences come from your childhood, or did your music influence come in? Definitely like- a little bit, because for starters, like, we have the Labyrinth starring, well, partly starring, well, in my opinion, starring David Bowie as Jareth the Goblin King. We own that on VHS. And, um, watch that a bunch. <laughs> and, um, honestly, um, Otherwise, I think my music was mostly influenced by um, 80s stuff. Although I can't really remember the exact time or what it is got me into the 80s. Like, it was partly, like, just movies that we owned at home, I think. And just at some point, it kind of just evolved into an obsession with 80s stuff. (laughs) So so first it was, like, Labyrinth, and then, like, The Breakfast Club... And then, like, you know, stuff. Well, 
I only actually saw The Breakfast Club a few years ago when we got it on DVD. My mom got it for me for my birthday, I think, and like a few other 80s movie on a DVD. And um, before that, it, I was already pretty into the 80s, which is why she got them. I think it's um, just the fact that a lot of the movies we own at home are like from the past, like... One, another movie I enjoyed was the Back to the Future trilogy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that was, I love those. I was about to go. I was about to ask you about that. Those movies are yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was really ever one thing though. It just was kind of just everything kind of mashed together all at, over time. <laughs> what was uh, one thing led to another? <laughs> what was your favorite? No, in order. What's your favorite ones? Back to the Future one, two, or three? What's your orders of those? Hmm. Cause they're all pretty good. They're all good movies, but they're all good. The, the first one's definitely the best, though. And I like the I def I think I just go in the order one, two, three. Cause the third one wasn't my favorite. Cause if I remember correctly, that was the one where they flew into like cowboy times or whatever. Yeah, that was, my, yeah. That was I the, definitely like the first two better than the last one. The last one was good, but like cowboys, why? <laughs> yeah, I mean they yeah they went they went from. Going to the fifties to go into two thousand fifteen, which oh yeah, it was fifteen. Yeah, nineteen was the Undertale thing, right? I mixed them up there for a second. <laughs> no, it's all right. And then the third one, they went to eighteen eighty five, which was supposedly the Western. I, I don't know if in in con, in real continuity if that was actually the Wild West, but <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, I can understand them being wrong with 20, 2015, but it's hard to get wrong something that happens in the past, unless you get it wrong, I guess. <laughs> Just like your mentality in the past. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, if I could fix my mentality in the past. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> no, because, because, you, because um, well, well um, by the third episode, I want to talk, we can talk about the Aki Bento boss, or no, wait, we can make, we can talk about your Aki Bento boss at the end of every episode about, like, we can predict about the Aki Bento box. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, like, so, junior high, um, that's when you're, like, that's when you're just, like, getting into all this 80s stuff and getting into, like, who you were forming to be as a person, right? I mean, to be exact, I did like some stuff from the 80s, like the Labyrinth and stuff like that. But I never really was getting into the... I, it was really more of, like, a sudden immense interest during high school for the 80s. During the junior high, I was more into... um. Well, I was still into anime, of course, but it was I was more into, like dark and gory stuff <laughs> oh you were like going for your emo phase in junior high i mean you could call it that but it was more like just i mean i'm still really into gory so i was just really into just murdering stuff like that still am but like oh, not God. as much because i mean I, i'm good at writing murders and i pretty decent at drawing certain gory things but like at that time, I don't know. I was just going through a weird stage. So, so between junior high and high school, there, like that middle period, um, who, who was a per who was a person that really like changed your life, like like changed Bowie. your Bowie <laughs> for sure. At that point, right there. I don't know. Maybe not exactly right then, but Bowie's always kind of been changing my life. <laughs> but like, but like, um. How about, like, people that you actually know? Like, I know Bowie's, like, um, big in your life, but how about people you actually know? For people I actually know, I'm not really sure if I just should say their full name, so I won't. I'm just going to say letters of their names, because I don't want to be just, like, calling out my friends on the internet. <laughs> no, that's fine. But, like, in eighth grade, I met my friends, um, Squid, which is my awesome nickname for her. Yeah. <laughs> um... Um, let's see. I'll I'll just come up with nicknames on the spot for the others. Jellyfish and um my emo gay friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well she's literally is, okay? She's emo and gay. <laughs> I mean like I seen I seen crazier things in the world, so that's nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I met them during eighth grade. Might have met them a little bit during seventh, but I met them during eighth grade, and I've been kind of friends with them since. I don't really talk with them all that much as of late, but I'm still like good friends with them, I think. Yeah. And um, um, Squid, 
and um the um emo one really liked um anime although recently she's got not as been interested in anime as of late she's but more um the um my um uh well she was really into like doing art and stuff like that but she's actually a really big fan of Yuri Nice which was really cool but um not the point um they kind of had a pretty big impact because I was because they were people I could definitely like hang out around a lot like I still had some other friends like my friend um Jessica who comes with me to cons a lot I don't mind calling her out because I call her out when I'm talking about conventions and with my friends at cons like yeah this is my ride Jessica yeah <laughs> and yeah. um like Jessica I met actually in um sixth grade actually because she was two years ahead of me but um I, I'm definitely close, closer with him than him, no her, <laughs> than the other three because I, she definitely still lives around here. I think Anne's, well Anne is the emo gay one. I'm just gonna, I, I already said Anne too late now. <laughs> um, she uh, still lives around here, but I don't really talk with her as much lately, just because she. Well, she, we forget to, <laughs> but um, I forgot where I was going with this. Um. No, you're basically saying that those guys changed your life, and they were they were basically like they helped they right. helped they helped you <laughs> into eighth grade into high school. Yeah, because like Jessica is the reason. Like I met a bunch of like I'm, I be, because of Jessica I became friends with a bunch a bunch of her friends. Like Jessica is actually the reason is p- partly the reason I got into Homestuck because her friend Liam was and I guess Dakota too we're kind we're kind of in we're like into homestuck and before that i had kind of already known about it. i didn't really understand that it was called homestuck i didn't get it at all but they're kind of the ones that pushed me to read it or well liam did and it, i wouldn't have gone to homestuck without meeting liam <laughs> for sure did you were um did you did he well obviously he got you into it but like did you down the road get the books like the physical books I haven't gotten the books yet, no, but they've got the first two copies at my library. Still? Yeah. From all, like, from when we did our original podcast all the, all that time ago, they still have them? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. I think they've gotten a few more. I bought the first four, so I have the first <laughs> four right now. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, but then, but, but that was really awesome. Then we get, and then... You got in the high school. You got older. Your mentality got a little wiser in your, in your. Oh yeah. And you were going. And obviously, everyone goes for their body changes and all that stuff because you know high school does that to you. Um. <laughs> Me. All I did was get a little taller. <laughs> <laughs> Only a little. A little taller. <laughs> Still short. <laughs> and so. And so, you're in the homestuck now. You're you're yep. you're loving the eighties. You're. You're just doing all this. You, you you love all this crazy stuff. You're 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 basically serpents breakdown without the serpents breakdown yet. What <laughs> when when did cons get what like what part what what part again did you say that cons get layered on top of that when you were in high school? About junior high or not junior high junior year. <laughs> About then, I'd say I think if I remember correctly. So how which you... I probably don't, but it was around then. So how was like your freshman sophomore year then, like before convention? Homestuck. Just homestuck. <laughs> yeah, and a bit of Full Metal Alchemist as well, I think. But were before you... then, junior high was mostly Full Metal Alchemist and Black Butler. But then fresh freshman sophomore is when I really went to, dived into homestuck. So I got into it around when it ended. Like I I showed up when we started getting updates. Blah blah blah. Then it ended. <laughs> So 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 when you were so were you cosplaying Terezi or anyone in your freshman or sophomore year it, before you Definitely took it anywhere? Definitely not. I was trying to put together mm-hmm. something like for Terezi because she was my favorite then. Still love Terezi, but now it's all high swap friends <laughs> right now. Right, because I found friends. my troll David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> That's... It's Marvis. He's David Bowie, except more rapping and a bit more horny. <laughs> Oh God! Are, are you sure about that? Yes, he is literally. He's um. Not only is he in the in the um the Purple Blood area, which is what David Bowie would be, he's also a musician. 
he's got really a not well he's getting that doesn't have the same personality but really similar personality so like i feel like if bowie took the extended zodiac test he gets marvis's sign whatever that is definitely and um he also has a, a, a land dolphin lucis which is what david bowie would have david bowie would have a land dolphin lucis i have thought really hard about a david bowie troll so yeah dolphins and like spiders from mars like my idea for um a David Bowie Lucis was like mixing spiders and dolphins because my my when I asked my friend what animal would work, they're just like dolphin, and I'm just like, uh, and I wanted to include his whole spiders from Mars thing. So, and since it needed to be on land, so I gave it spider legs, land dolphin. It's a land dolphin, and Barfus has a land dolphin Lucis. <laughs> that you you love Bowie so much, man, that you just like freaking just were like homestuck it. <laughs> yeah. I did a home stuck and I I drew four different versions of his troll call for different stages in in his life. I came up with a sign and horns. <laughs> no, can you imagine just like like crowd control the major Tom? Yeah, that during that phase he's star troll. No, no, and then Acuus is in the rocket. And it's good. And he's just going like one, two. <laughs> When the part where he goes like, unless like he's busting into the room, Dave just comes in and he goes like, like, like ground control, the major Tom, he's really big, I love that song. It's such a great song. Um, obviously you know Ziggy started us, right? That was an Art Bowie song that came out. Yeah. That song was pretty good. It's in Guitar Hero, so that's all I know about it. Huh? Yeah, it's such a good song. It's what it's it's the song that kind of like he was just he was always around, but then um, it was Starman, and um, no wait, we should save all this talk for when we ask you you're going to be talking about Bowie and true. your music. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, um, but. No, but then your junior year, but then you're you're doing your thing in your freshman and sophomore year. Then your junior year comes around, you get you start going the cons. Who was the person? Who was like when you start going the cons? Who was the first person you met, or the person that you met at a convention who really changed your life, con wise? Well, I well for, well I'm just going with the first person I met first part there because the first person I met at ASIN, the first time I went went so when I went there I had just kind of threw it together a Trezzy cosplay last second. I already had a red cape, so I used that. And I can't remember if I had a scale mate then or not. I might not have. But I took a black shirt and taped with the teal tape a tr- her symbol onto it. Tape did not stay, but I tried. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I was, so then I, at that time, point in time, I was ridiculously shy. And when I was there, I was in the dealer's room because that's obviously where my dad was. And I went out to go see and do, just, you know, do whatever you do at cons. I had no idea what to do, but I wanted to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I saw an Equius and an Aradia leaning up against, or sitting up against a wall. Now, if I remember correctly, they were vaping. But that didn't bother me. I'm just like, they look really awesome. I want to be friends with them. <laughs> and But I didn't know how to talk to them. So I was pacing back and forth, glancing at them, trying to figure out how to talk to them. Now, they clearly saw me because they kept looking over at me. And they could see that I was looking back at them, trying to figure out how to talk to them. So eventually, the Equius called me over. And I got to hang out. And I hung out with them and their friends for the rest of the con. And it was really, really awesome. That's a, Which had a pretty big impact on me. I keep trying to find them, but I can never find them. I actually have the Rose's phone number. I don't know if she changed it, but I somehow ended up with her phone number because, um, like, as to not lose track of them or whatever, because I made friends or something. I can't remember. But I technically still have her number, but I can never figure out, like, how to find them. Now, I, I can recognize the Rose if I see her, but that's it. I can't find the Equius or the Aradia or the Jade. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that no, that's pretty cool. Maybe, maybe you should you know, maybe someday or sometime at some at some point in the future, you should get in contact with her and be like, "Hey, do you still remember these guys? Do you know what they're up to these days or whatever." Social media, whatever. At some point, I'll try. Yeah, but 
Uh, I don't know. Right now, it just seems like it'd be a bit weird. It's probably gonna be weirder the longer I wait. Just like, hi, you remember like five years ago when I met you and I was just this random Terezi? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, no, no, like, see, I'm big. I'm a, I'm like, I, like, I'm a bigger name now. No, okay. Well, not really a bigger name with my, like, hundred if that followers. I can't even remember. I don't know if I even have a hundred followers. I might have a hundred followers. Oh no, I have. I'm, I don't know. <sighs> so, so, so I got to throw out the the elephant in the room here that I have. Is it me? I'm the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the other elephant in the room, the one, the the one, the one that uh, the one that I haven't talked about yet. Obviously, this goes in with your con stuff and all that stuff. But obviously, down the line, you met Tiff. Yes. And how did she affect your life? And where oh, well, and all that. Well, let's see. When I first met Tiff, I went to the very first Homestuck Circus Stuck panel. That's where I met her. Went to the first panel, joined it after that. <laughs> yeah, what after that? I joined the panel after that. <laughs> I became a Circus Stuck. Well, as you know, this past Circus Stuck at, uh, at, um, the past one that was, that was my first one I was ever part of, and I feel I feel like I did a great job. Do you feel like Do you feel like you I did, did a, great... a pretty good job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying that or you're legit? <laughs> I'm legit. I just tend to laugh at everything, okay. including myself. <laughs> no, it's all right. But yeah, I mean, you did a great you did a great job too. I mean, like uh, you brought you you did the you brought your whole scale me and all that stuff, and you just brought all your stuff and you. You did a great job. Hell yeah. I, at some point, I, want, I really want to go to a con that comes around Halloween, because I actually have two Halloween scale mates. I, how many, um, no, for, no, first of all, just to stay on the subject, I mean, how, how did, uh, how did she affect your life, and two, and then after that, like, talk about, you can talk about your scale mates and how many you have and whatever. Yeah. Well, she had a pretty big impact, because, like, I didn't know her before the Circus Stuck panel, and I went to the panel, it was like the last day, it was a Sunday, so there wasn't, weren't too many people there, and I had a really great time at the panel, and I got a kazoo, I actually have two kazoos now, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, it was really fun, I figured, I, I asked her what her um, Instagram was, and after that, I uh, joined the panels, and we talk a lot, every once in a while, so at, around cons, we definitely talk a lot, I think, and um I don't know. I think we're. I, I think, at least I hope we're pretty good friends. I think we're good friends, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I, I enjoy talking to her. She's fun to be around. <laughs> yeah, she. Um, after after you recommended her to be on my on my podcast every time, but um, she, we we uh we've been getting on ever since, and we talk a lot and all that stuff too. I mean, she. Thanks. Thanks for. Thanks for. You know, freaking. Thanks for uh, introducing me to her because she's a, she's amazing. Yeah. I, man, she's gonna hear this and she's gonna be like, "Oh, oh shucks." <laughs> that does actually sound like the right terminology that she would use. She sounds like the type of person who would say "shucks." She does say that. She says, "Oh she, yeah." She that that that's her thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> I, I I don't really hear the shucks a lot though. I I just don't happen to not be around when she says it every time. I guess. <laughs> but like, I might have heard it once, which is why it sounds so correct. What uh, what um, where are those gifts that you made for her though? I mean, they looked cool. I mean, you saw I saw a scale made and a little hell yeah. What were those? And a little tip. <laughs> you made a little, a little tip. A, a little tip that is dressed as circus stuck car cat and then she can change it into a little dave because she cosplayed dave a, lo a long time ago <laughs> that, that i was gonna add a few more outfits but i didn't get the chance that that's that's pretty cool how you, you made all that for her Man, heck yeah that's amazing <laughs> did uh no but like who, what's the scale mate supposed to be who it's that? just a bumpy soft little scale mate <laughs> That one was the Christmas present. <laughs> the um, um, that 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 was pretty cool though. I mean, you you did a really nice job on all that on all that really. <laughs> it, but you're also a really creative person too. I mean, like you 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 you're pretty damn good at making skill mates. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I so I so pretty much sew most of my cosplays, and um, I also make scale mates. <laughs> I also draw, so that helps. Because I had to design some of the variations for them, the scale mate. Like I had to figure out how to make it so I can stab a knife through my target scale mate. And the Halloween ones, I had to like do, like redesign the patterns. So, um, so, uh, uh, speaking of the patterns and scale mates, let's talk about your scale mates now. <laughs> Hell yeah. How many do you have? How many have, how many have you bought? How many have you made? And how many do you I have I haven't bought any. That's, that's the answer to that one. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't bought any? You made them all yourself? Heck yeah. Why should I buy them if I can make them? <laughs> what was cheaper. I can make mine for like 25 cents or something. How many, um, what, when did you start making them, and when did they start become a thing in your life to be making well, scale mates? Well, I started making them after I started cosplaying Cherezzi, <laughs> and, um, that was, um, hmm, I actually might have started making them around freshman year, but it could have been sophomore year, I think. And so- um... It was certainly around there. It was freshman year. I definitely started making them freshman year, yeah. Because I remember... The only reason I remember that is because my English class, I had two English teachers because I did really shitty on the, um... The, one of those, like... The park... Like, the park test, I think, or whatever, at junior high. I did really shitty on because I had terrible at tests and I hate essays. And, um... So I ended up in the lower English class. So I had two English teachers. Love them both. They were both great. Love them both. Platonically, of course, as teachers. So, like, um... I remember that because, um... I actually gave them both scale mates. Yeah, that's why I remember that. And, um... I got into making them because I wanted to make scale mates for Terezi and I... The patterns... And because they're, they're, they're adorable, yeah. And, um... I have actually, um, let's see, I can see them from here, so I'll just count them. I have one, two, three, four, five, six scale mates. Did, um, did, do you still have your first one that you ever made ever? Oh, yeah, he, um, is still missing an eye, I think. It's, it was supposed to be a lemon snout, but he's really badly made. At some point, I'm going to make another lemon snout, at some point. Does, um, did... Where did you get the skill to do it, though? Or is it, were you, like, were you always I crafty? bought a pattern. Or not, I didn't buy a pattern. I printed one out from a DeviantArt, personally. They, make, they have a lot of great patterns. They've got a Smuppet pattern. They've got a, they've got a Goat Dad pattern, which I did use. They've also got a Tinkerbell pattern and, like, a bunch of other patterns for Homestuck plushies. So, so, like, so, like, you were just, like, one day, like, I'm just gonna do this. Like, you didn't have any background or nothing. You were just, like, you're just gonna do it and see how it goes. And then it Hell, up- yeah. I mean, in the past, I've tried sewing things. Like, when I was younger, my dad and I, it was pretty much my dad. I didn't really do anything. We made, like, a cat plush. Still have that somewhere around here. It's really bad. Really soft, and the fabric was really bad to use. But that one was, like, one of the first things we did. But... Since then, the first this the scale mates were actually like the first thing I tried to sew. I think, like myself, like stuffed animal wise. So where do you? How do you stuff them? Like do you like do you just like open leave the head open or something and then put the stuffing in there and then you sew the head on or? Well, you've got to like you've got to flip the head in in outs inside out or outside in somehow since you obviously the part that you sew the, the seams are on the inside so there's a hole that you cut in the bottom of the head which also is where you connect the neck there's a hole in the bottom of the head where you flip it and you stuff it and then you sew it onto the neck which covers up the hole completely unless you made the hole way too damn big and then, then you're kind of on your own and um the body it's pretty easy to stuff as well because it's really easy to flip and it's just got the mass, just the area where you attach the neck to the head is just a big, massive opening because it's not like you need to close anything like you would a head with the bottom of a head. The legs are also e- equally simple because they're just kind of like little stockings <laughs> <laughs> that you stockings. sew onto the body. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> does, um, does, do, do you think that you making the scale mates? 
Um, honestly, you made you were making them in high school, right? Like when you yeah. Were, um. So like so like when you were making them in high school, like when you were between your schoolwork and everything else, was it kind of like an escape for you? I never really needed to escape for much. If I need to escape, I use anime for that. To be honest, anime is kind of like my escape. I love anime. It was like, well, hmm? go on. No, I'm sorry, but not even cosplay either. Cosplay wasn't an escape. Cosplay is more of like an excuse to be someone else for me, or to well, actually, it's more so like an excuse to make friends with people in the same fandom. Because, for example, I feel awkward hanging around or talking to people for longer than like a photo who like for example let's say i'm cosplaying homestuck and i go up to someone in my hokudemio cosplay i might get a picture with them but i might feel awkward talking with them for longer than it does for too long and um um, but if i go up to someone in a homestuck cosplay i can just chatter and chatter away because and make my friends with them Although this last con at Connell Delete, I had a much easier time talking to people in other cosplays. It's just that, or in other fandoms. It's just that, but I'm, because I'm not as sh- quite as shy as I was at um, Midwest, say, last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, all, I, I've, I've, well, to be exact, I think the full reasoning why I don't mind as much talking to people in other fandoms is that, like, A, I want to, talk to them because they've got a really cool cosplay and I want to be friends with them mostly. <laughs> and I've stopped worrying about what pe- other people care as much because the mo- main reason why I'd have trouble talking to people in other cosplays because, or in other fandoms is mostly because I didn't want to bother them and and whatnot because it feels like I didn't want to disturb them from what they were doing and um, it just I just felt out of place because, for example, it, with Homestuck, a lot of people know it but uh, people don't usually... A lot of people I meet don't always know who you're cosplaying, or it could be the same thing with any fandom, really. Like, like they don't know who you're cosplaying. It just you just feel out of place, really. But at this point, I've really kind of, or well, actually, 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 I should backtrack on that one a bit. <laughs> um, the um, not that well, not that I feel out of place mostly now. It's just that like sometimes when you catch someone's attention when they're distracted. They're, they still have their resting face on instead of like a, a smile or anything like that. And the resting face of most people isn't most friendly. It's just more of like a blank look. Or and with some people, some people just have like a resting bitch face. And I would just, since I was more um, shy, I'd be just like, oh God, I, I feel more afraid now. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, I've really stopped caring. At this point, I've re- stopped caring what other people think. So I'm just like, I'll just talk to them and... If they don't really like me, I'll just get my picture and go. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, um, does the, um, so, so, and so when you were a junior high, I mean, like, what, I'm, I'm, I feel, I feel like, uh, whatchamacallit, I'm not trying to sound like, like, oh, I forgot, but like, what, you're a, you're a junior or a senior right now, right? I graduated, going to college next, at the end of this month. Yeah, so, so junior year was really a height a height for you was really a high um not really a high but like a a really high point in your life um did... you know what was a high point of my life senior year senior year was great i didn't have to do much work as much work at least i don't think i did had a great time and i went to more cons <laughs> that was a high point <laughs> the, was it um you weren't working at the same time right like you, you were just... i was working at um in um senior year, yeah. I yeah. like working. Working's fun. I like school too. Man, you, you like no the the thing I like about you is that like you like all these things that people aren't usually liking. <laughs> <laughs> I like school. Yay. No, I mean school no, I mean I mean school's cool. I mean like don't do drugs, staying school kids, that all that. But like working, like like Working's fun and I make money. <laughs> well, I mean, you're probably saying that because you, you get along with everyone at your job. <laughs> I do get along with everyone at my job, except for this one guy I don't like. He's so angry. <laughs> he gets angry about everything. I'm just like, what did I do? <laughs> like, like I don't know. You did everything that you could. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't look at my bags. Where am I supposed to look? Go do your job. 
and stop looking at my bags. I can't. There's someone in front of my register. <laughs> so, so if you were to summarize all of high school in like a in a big in a big red bow or whatever you want to call it, what would you what would you describe it as? In one word or in three, because I've got options for both. Um, both, both if you like. Okay, one word. Awesome. Three words. Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> did um, um, you didn't, but you don't, you don't believe you had your low points in high school either. I did not have my low points in high school. No, my low points were probably junior high. <laughs> What? Or or elementary school, I could see that too. I was great in elementary school, just uh, well, still ridiculously shy. Also, apparently, I threw like temper tantrums about homework. Homework sucked at, in elementary school. You know, in second grade, I would get a ridiculous amount of homework, and they'd be just like, you know, this is getting you prepared for next year. You're gonna get a lot of homework next year. Next year comes around, where's the homework? <laughs> I mean, like second I, grade. They said I'd have lots of homework in third grade well, during second grade. Who gets lots of homework in second and third grade? Toddlers, <laughs> toddlers with, with really big brains. Yeah, that was not me. <laughs> I mean, but like, but like, I'm pretty sure though. If that, if if you were who you are today, back in second grade with all that homework, I'm pretty sure you'd be like, I love this. <laughs> Actually, I'd still hate it, but it'd be really easy. It was really easy homework. I just. Since I was not as smart then, obviously, I didn't really get it. <laughs> but like, but like, since you like school and work and all that stuff, I'm pretty sure you love I homework. Mean, I like school and I like work, but I still don't like homework. It just depends on the homework. I was never a big fan of the science or the math. Now, with the math, if I understood it, I didn't mind doing it. I usually finished it at school. Same thing with science. It's just that I didn't, they didn't explain it well. <laughs> that, that's pretty... That's pretty cool. And I mean, so, I mean, when you look back on your life, high school, junior high, elementary school, your childhood before school and all that stuff, like, do you think you had, you, you're living, you've been living a good life, like you live like the best life right now, as of right now? Um, pretty much. There are some things that I wish I had kind of done a bit sooner, like with my home life, because there, there's one thing going on that I really I'm not going to get into, nor do I want to. Yeah. But basically, something happened, and it really kind of ch was a kind of a turning point for me, and I kind of wish I had done it sooner, because the kind of things at home kind of changed after that, and it was kind of great. That, that's that's pretty cool. If it if it's for a good reason, that's fantastic. It was for a good reason. The method wasn't the best, but it was probably the only one I could have used. Well, that well, that well, that's really awesome, really. Um, and so now, so now you're graduated, you're mm -hmm. out of high school, yeah. And now you're going off to college, and you told, and if I remember from the past, you said you had full intentions to go to the anime school of college, no, the college school or whatever anime. The Tokyo School of Anime, and yes, I would love to go there, but for right now, I'm going to be going to the MCC Community College because. Um, well, it's nearby, so that's great. I still need to learn more Japanese. If I can go to the anime college, I will, but it's less of a priority now for me because I've got other options for what I can do, and I've got a bigger plan. Now, sure, I still want to go into the anime industry, and I'm going to, But and I sure, I want to make manga, which I'll probably do. I'll probably do webcomics, though, because I can do that from anywhere. Yeah. And um, it does, and I don't have to write in Japanese either, so that's great. <laughs> I mean, like, and, I mean, like, do you still have intentions to go to Japan and check oh, it out? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would love to go to Japan and stuff like that. I would love to live there as well if I can. But even if it's only, like, temporary, like, I just love to, I would just love to be there, I think. I really enjoy their culture. But, um, right now my higher priority is trying to get my business education and, um, get better at my art. Also get more money. I need more money. <laughs> Wait, you're you're you know, a lot more money. You're trying to graduate in a in a business degree? Yeah, because I've got this really great idea for an anime business where basically it's kind of like basically a place a place anime fans or even people who don't like anime and want to experience can go 
yeah. in the city, basically, or travel to the city to go to. It's going to be a pretty large scale business. Oh, dude. Not- no, get this. Yeah. No, get this. Yeah. I got an idea. I know. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I got some. I, there's, there's something I want to tell you about. Um, I had this idea, right? It's a bit. Yeah. What if we like started like this business, not business, but this thing where like it's like an indoor building that's open all year round and people can just go there to meet up, host pan. Like it basically be a common without the, without the vendor hall. It'd be like panel it's rooms. A- well, let me, if I, if I split, well, actually, no, explaining my idea could probably even have its own thing, but basically that's kind of what I'm thinking, except it's going to have like a cafe area with anime themed foods, a, a screening area, a manga library, also a obvious, oh, a, well, a gaming area. And of course you can't have an anime place without a, 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 at least a small apparel shop. And I've got lots of ways to branch off and we're going to have a thing, a thing that's going to be kind of like panels as well. It's going to be happening, and it's really hard to... Well, not hard to explain. It's easy for me to explain. It just takes a long time to explain. So I could probably have its own show episode thing, honestly. But it's really large scale, yeah. Yeah, we can we can, we can can do a whole episode on your potential business. <laughs> My potential business, and, you know, maybe we can get some supporters who will help me out, because I'm going to need employees, and money <laughs> so like do you think but do you think with this idea that you're starting like I, I can throw my hat into some into into making something into that i mean like like something homestuck related or the panel thing or whatever do you think do you think that'd be cool i got about half of that i kind of my brain kind of spaced there for a second i don't know why <laughs> what what's that i got about half of what you just said <laughs> no, no, I said, I said, do you think it'd be cool if I just, if I could throw my hat a little bit into it and help out a little bit, you know, to, to help your business? Probably, yeah, but this is, I'm going to be starting it in Japan first, for sure, because that's where my ma- the main, since everyone in Japan reads manga and, car- and anime is just kind of their normal cartoons there, it'd be easiest to start there before I branch off to America. That's true. But, so like- I'm going to be starting it there, and there are three main big cities before branching off to over here i think it's a fantastic idea if you're telling if you're asking me i really think you did i think i really think that will really blast off yeah i've been brainstorming it for about two years now or what well it might have been one year but approximately that amount of time i don't have much like done for it yet i just have the idea and basic ideas for what i need to do for it so, so, um, does, how does, like, so in your life, how it's, where it's standing right now is, um, I, like, are you, uh, are you, are you excited for what is going to be coming next? And do you, and do you have everything that you ever wanted at this point right now? Do I have everything I ever wanted? No, because I want Bowie. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> But um, I am kind of, like, excited about what's to come. Mostly because I'm really excited for Anime Midwest. I've got a lot of um, cosplays to finish for that. So I'm not looking forward to finishing those. Because that's going to be a pain. But I'm really looking forward to stuff that's going to happen in the future. Because I really hope my business idea will go well. And I really am looking forward to Anime Midwest. <laughs> yeah, it's going to... That... That that's probably gonna be my next convention because I'm probably gonna have this miss C2E2 this year because I usually go every year but myself but probably gonna... I went to C2E2 last year and it was okay but I wasn't really the biggest fan of it because you know the really fun thing they had was the artist alley and that was really all I could like get into really like otherwise I was just kind of meh and I got a picture with David Tennant so that was awesome that was the main reason I went David Tennant. <laughs> Wait, you didn't you didn't have fun looking at all the different kind of booths and outside oh, of no, that, I did, I did. I just there was nothing else to do. <laughs> are you are you are you more like where's the panels? Where's this? Yeah. Where's that? I'm more of a panel person. I mean, sure, artist alleys and booths are great, but like it's only so much you can do with them and I'm I'm not I only have so much money. <laughs> No, it's all right. So, I guess I guess this is an appropriate time that we can talk about 
where, where we can speculate about the Yaku Bento box. Yeah. Um. So so tell so tell us about the last one you got and what you're speculating what could be in the next one. Just off well, of the last one was the December one. It was um. Oh, I'm blanking on what the theme was, but I got a really awesome ornament, anime-themed ornament, which I totally did not break. <laughs> and um, You totally I did, also... didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and um, I got this little box thing with a um, the No Game, No Life girl on it. Um, Shiro's the girl, I think, unless that's the boy. It's got the girl from No Game World Life on it, and I'm not really sure what to do with the box, but what I thought was funny about the container from the box, it says, small parts, choking hazard, warning for young children, you know, but this thing, I, I, could, even, I couldn't even fit into my mouth if I wanted to. I don't know how a baby's going to get in their mouth. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, then there was a, quite a few really awesome things, like, oh, I can't remember if that, if it was the box... Oh, I got a Shiro patch and a few other really cool things, but, um, it, it was a pretty great little box, and to be perfectly honest, the Aki Bento site does tell you the theme for the next box and what shows will be in it, but it won't tell you, obviously won't tell you what's in the box. Mm -hmm. The box for this next month is, um, Ignite. It's gonna have Fire Force, Soul Eater, and Fairy Tale, three animes I like, so I'm pretty excited and looking forward to this one. <laughs> well, let's speculate. What do you think is going to be in there? What do you think the items are going to be? Well, it's going to have a shirt for sure, because the Yaki Bentos always have a shirt and a pin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, they're, um, I've got no idea what else they're going to have. They, um, could have anything. They could have a figure. They could have a manga. They could have, um, they could, uh, have a keychain or a patch. They like patch. They really do like the patches, but half the time I get characters I don't know or for from shows I don't really care about. <laughs> do, um, do you do you think that the do you think that the this that this box will um will will um will rank? I mean, if we were going to go with a ranking, what's your ranking on December's box and what do you think your ranking is going to be um, from what I mean, you know? Like ranking box. out of like one out of one out like one to ten or like I don't know like like first place second place. No, like one like four like one out of five stars. Ah, yeah, stars. Um, well, let's see. I don't know. I don't really think too deeply about the boxes. Like yeah. there was this one. The um. November one had like a comedy theme and that one would definitely be a five star for me because I, I got an owo uwu hat beanie. Yeah. <laughs> and um then the December one might be like at the very least a four, I think. If it's not a five, it's a four because I can't quite remember everything I got in it. But I did also break the ornament by accident because I ripped the um, part that, you know, hang it off of mm -hmm. off of it because it was only kind of lightly. It wasn't glued on very well. So when I was trying to get it out of its packaging, it just kind of popped off. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I can't hang it anymore. I, I guess. No, I guess since we're talking about it real quickly, we should just like in this episode, just talk about um, where did what introduced you to the Yaki Bento box and why did you sign up for it? Like when and why did you oh. sign up for it? <laughs> well, I, it was introduced to the Aki Bento box by the YouTuber Aki Dearest because I like I like watching her videos and she had she un her and the anime man both unbox Aki Bento boxes every month. And then I thought to myself, I want to get one of these. So for one month, I got one, and then a, a few oh, just every once in a while, I would get a box. But this time I've got a, I got a much longer subscription for 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 I believe it was my birthday or something, so I so I got quite a few months out of this one. I don't quite know how many more months I have left in this one before it it runs out of the amount before I cancel it. <laughs> the um, subscriptions are a little pricey, but you know the contents of the box kind of outweigh the price, as in being more so that is. You get more for your money, basically, but I also, well, for starters, it was my dad's money, and 
didn't want him to keep paying for my boxes. At some point I'll get another subscription, but for now, I'm just gonna go until this thing runs out of the money we gave it. So, so I, I got I got an idea. If you're down for this idea, we should yeah. we should um. I'm going to make a Facebook page for this podcast, obviously, so people can like it and, like, you know, support it and all that. But how cool would it be if every time you get Aki Bento box, you film it, you film it, and you review it, and you talk about it. Like, you talk about the Aki Bento. Like, no, well, you don't talk. Well, we don't have to really, really have to talk about it because that's – we'll do that on here at the end of every episode like we're doing right now. But um, how cool would it be for you, like, to let's unbox it and show everyone your Aki Bento box and, and then you give your thoughts on the on the show every week? Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, that would be pretty cool, but I, I don't know. I run out of thoughts pretty quickly because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like when you give – if so, so, you know how sometimes people are just like, um, for example, what comes to your mind first when you hear the – when when I say blue or whatever, and I and my brain kind of just goes blank. Yeah. Like, my brain's just like, blue? That's what comes to my mind when I hear blue. <laughs> well, so I, I'm kind of out of ideas at that point because I – my brain just kind of goes as far. Basically, it doesn't go very far unless I'm on a roll with an idea <laughs> or something. Because I because I feel no because I, I feel when you're doing it, you just had the box next to you. Like when you're like when you're about to talk about it, you just had the box next to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, when people want me to talk about things, if I don't know much about it, I can't really like say much. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh yeah, this is um this is an ornament and I um broke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the ornament anyway? What was it? <laughs> it's um a anim oh shit, oh no, oh dear. I knocked stuff over and there it goes. <laughs> but it's a character that I don't really know. I mean just some girl from some anime that I am not the most uh, familiar with. And you, and you decide to hang it up on your tree anyway? <laughs> nope, I still need to glue the, the, the thing back onto it so I can hang it. Yeah. It still needs to be glued back together, basically. <laughs> yeah, so... With, with all that said, I think this was a great episode one of In the Serpent's Pit with Serpent's Breakdown. Hell yeah. Man, oh you god, can... stuff's falling. Right, do, do you want uh... I'm I'm about to make the I'm about to make the uh the social media for for it for you. But um do you, since this is your podcast, you wanna and I'm and I'm just the I'm just the, the host of Chug It Along, um do you, <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna um you wanna put out the social media for possibly what possibly we're gonna have? I'm gonna make a Facebook page for it obviously, but anything else? Oh, um I don't know what the social media be. I can say my Instagram <laughs> That's something I can say. Yeah, say your Instagram then. All right, my Instagram is Serpents Breakdown. N- all lowercase, nothing special about it. People have trouble with that though for some reason. Just serpents and breakdown. <laughs> like it's that simple, everyone. Serpents yeah. breakdown. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can you can follow you know you can follow this guy on uh on uh, Facebook at Cyber at at my main at my podcast page for my podcast cyber time bite um you can follow me on twitter at nostalgia vamp and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna plug my merchandise because this isn't my podcast so it isn't fair for me to be doing that here um <laughs> but but we will get but once this podcast starts to get a little bit higher we'll make some in the serpent hit with serpents breakdown merch and you guys can wear that around and be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um I'll, I'll let you. I'll let since I'll let you do the honors and let you close this out for for it. Oh no! I have to close it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess that this is. Um, well, I can't say it's been another episode because it's the first episode. This has been the first episode of In the Serpent's Pit with me, <laughs> <laughs> and um. Well, I guess I hope anyone who checks this out can um, come hang out with us again for the next episode. I don't really do outros well. <laughs> no, it's fine. But I, I, I want to remind everyone that next week we're gonna we're gonna dive into 
the serpent's music tastes, which will consist of a lot of eighties. And David Bowie. <laughs> and David Bowie. <laughs> obviously. Mostly David Bowie. And it's it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a great time. And in yeah, uh, yeah. uh upload days we were talking about and we were and I was thinking maybe Saturdays we upload these. My busiest day. <laughs> Well, Aside I'm, from work. <laughs> well, I mean, I I be, I would be the one uploading them. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I yeah I know. <laughs> but but then you can listen to it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, she she did the outro, so I don't have to do it again. But but uh. Or you could. <laughs> well, I can. Well, I can. Well, thank you everyone for listening to uh to episode one of in the serpent's pit with serpents breakdown we will next like i said next week we're going to talk about serpents music taste and we're just going to talk about you know music in general and um and do you know what we can also talk about serpents interesting interesting main instagram page not the art page the interesting main instagram page we'll talk about the art page like third episode (laughs) um but yeah um, thank you everyone for listening and I hope all of you have a great day. See you next time. See you next time. Yeah.